0: It is the season premiere of our weekly pod, AD podcast here on MarymontSports.com. ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. I am Jason Griefer. So delighted to be joined here by Marymont AD Tom Nurl. Tom, first of all, how are you? How was your summer?
1: Summer was great. Summer was short. Summer is over. Uh, just like the <laughs> uh, calendar summer uh, is going to end up this, this year. But we have a lot of construction going on on our campus here, so it made things a little difficult on our teams, but we're back in, in full swing and uh, ready to resume with the podcast. So thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, things are in full swing, and we there's a lot of stuff going on, very jam-packed, but uh, we always – seems to always get the, the love of the, the full team, you know, various sports, team team sports and what have you. But I want to give a, a shout-out to your uh, girls cross country and taking the Milford Invitational, and in particular – this past, past weekend, Lily Bauer won in the gold in the five k, eighteen thirty eight time, and taking the gold by thirty seconds. I mean, that's that's ridiculous.
1: It is. Lily is having a fantastic year. She's won a couple of races uh, so far. It was one of the top runners at Mason when we ran Division One a couple weeks ago. So she's having a, a fantastic season. The girls' team as a whole have won uh, another race, and that escapes that's, that's my mind right now, but they're having a fantastic season. They're leading the pack in the city. Um, we have a senior, Aaron Kelly, who's also run running well uh, with Lily, and then also sophomore Bridget Gilmore. So they are setting the pace for things there um, with us on the boys' side. Um, they haven't won a meet, but they are consistently in the top uh, seven in all the races that they're running. Sam Beeler. Henry Buck and uh, Bennett Turan. Bennett had his best time of the season so far uh, at Milford this past weekend. They're doing a great job on that side of the coin as well.
0: So, yeah, just keep keep hanging around, and eventually we're going to get a breakthrough on that side. So that that's definitely a good thing. Always got to stay present. Yeah, are trying Knee to get hot. some
1: good runners weather, too. You know, Saturday was great uh, weather for the runners. They've been training all week in that high 90 degree high humidity heat so for them to get a, a cool morning like that was just great for them so so, I'm going to get better from here. So, uh, we're really looking forward to what they can do coming up here in the season, in the end of the season.
0: Absolutely. That's a great point. I was going to touch on it a little bit later on here on the podcast, but since you brought it up, I'll go ahead and uh, talk, uh, discuss this with you now. It's been an interesting type of uh, late summer, early fall, I guess you could say, weather-wise. You know, a few weeks ago, we we're thinking we're getting early elements of fall coming in. It's cooling down. And then, all of a sudden, the last couple of weeks, Mother Nature says, uh-uh, summer's sticking around. So... It's and it's been very hot and very humid around the area. So as an A D, are you taking are you keeping extra contact with your coaches, making sure the kids are staying hydrated, making sure they're healthy, not no issues in that regard?
1: Yeah, we have a really good training staff headed up by Jeremy Sipes and Jeremy works with uh, Mercy Wellington and Jeremy does a great job with our coaches, making sure that the athletes are staying hydrated, the coaches are staying on top of it. He always has a cooler Gatorade in the training room that they can access during the day. We're telling them not to pass up a water fountain at all during the day. They're always walking around with their water bottles. So they're doing a great job with that. We've really seen the signs of cramping and everything else decrease uh, as we get into this. We always have a couple of high-energy athletes that just cramp up no matter what. But as far as actually seeing them cramp up in games, we had the boys' soccer last week, girls' soccer. We had football Friday night. Yeah, we're really seeing an improvement with that. And Jeremy, his staff, uh, along with the coaches, are doing a great job.
0: Uh, that's good. De- definitely don't want any issues in that regard. And and despite the the heat and humidity that's continued to keep a stranglehold around Cincinnati, it also doesn't seem to have affected your boys' golf team. I mean, what a banner week this past week! You know, win it, winning a league title, then they go out this past weekend and, and win their third crown up at a, up in Middletown. I mean, my goodness, what a week!
1: Yeah, they're they're having a fantastic year. You know, they were on the uh, just on the edge of qualifying for districts last year, I believe there was a rainstorm during districts, and uh, um, you know, and, and so we got we got out. The people who started later uh, seemed to qualify had the better scores, and so they came into the season predetermined that they wanted to have a an outstanding season, get to districts, and maybe beyond. And Jack Neville, uh, as as a senior, and, and Max Northrop, they've really taken the lead on this team but you're right they had a great week last week they clinched the uh, chl title with uh with two matches to go actually uh, by winning the championship by ten strokes they they went out they won the middletown christian tournament uh, this past tournament and they won the bob darwin tournament up at bexley earlier in the year so they are they're having a fantastic season together as a team they they really enjoy themselves they really enjoy playing with each other and it's just a, it's a wide spread of athletes. And we get Jack and Max as seniors. We have uh, Andrew Getchy as a junior. We have uh, Will Glassmeyer and Tom Buchert as sophomores. You know, that, that's our team. It's all spread out. So uh, hopefully it continues for a few years, but especially hopefully it continues next Tuesday in the sectionals and then districts. And, boy, well, it would be something if we could have a, a team run to uh, the state
0: tournament. Boy, no kidding. And, yeah, to have that balance of – seniors juniors and sophomores uh, you have to th- you have to kind of feel you know looking at it and uh, talking to the coaching staff that you're on the precipice of a good run here for this program for for several years
1: yeah we hope so um yeah, it's just amazing what what kids do with golf anymore i mean the, the amount of golf they play in the summer the tournaments they play in uh, and then they have a really good batch coming up batch of kids coming up we also, I mean, we also have some JV players that are going to help us coming up next year as well. We have um, Laney Hurt, our, our one girl golfer. She's going to golf in the CHL tournament this week and sectionals next week. So we're excited to get some young ladies involved in the sport as well.
0: Yeah, exciting times, absolutely. And. uh yeah, things going in the right direction in that regard. Girls tennis. I also saw that they're off to a fantastic start the season. Got last week started with a three-two win over Wyoming, and they're right in the thick of things as far as our season goes. And it just seems like every time you turn around, they're picking up wins as well throughout the area.
1: My goodness, what a what a good season they're having! What a quiet season they're having! You know, they kind of snuck up on us, and uh, and and all of a sudden they're ten and two. And like you said, it was a big win over Wyoming. Last week, that's always a, an exciting match, and um, it's been close the last couple of years. And we've got the one this year with three two, and then to the turn around the next day and to lose to Indian Hill three two. I'm right there on the edge, and that's a that's that's a very good, even though it's a loss, it's a very good match for us. Indian Hill is a dominant team in the area, in our league, in our area, in the state every year, and, and to go three two to them. Um, was, was just exciting for us. I know Coach Spreen is very excited about what his girls are doing. Um, just, you know, Logan Wilhelm, Abby Black, Claire Solar, Melanie Weiss, Lucy Neville, they've been solid for his season, for his team throughout the season, and uh, they're really excited to see what they can do this weekend in the coaches' showcase. That's on Thursday and, and Saturday. Uh, see, what's, see which flight we'll be in and just see how well they can do there. Kind of a preliminary to the sectional tournament.
0: You mentioned as as you started uh, talking about kind of the season they're having, they're kind of just quietly kind of flying under the radar. As an athletic director, do, is that something that's kind of cool to see, or would you rather have your team just out front and be the team that's kind of has the target on their back?
1: As, as the old coach, I'd I'd rather sneak up on people. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think it helps keep your uh, your teams at 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 you know at, at bay a little bit, let them build into some confidence and. Coach Spring does a great job building that schedule for his team. He he schedules to his team's strengths and you know where he positions the opponents and and just does a really great job building their confidence throughout the season. But you know you get that you get that bullseye on your back. Kind of like our golfers, they wanted the bullseye on their back and they want to be out front. But I think it's always uh you know get, let someone else take their take their aim at someone else early in the season and then. Uh, and then catch up with them as you get to this time. You, you want to peak at the right time as a team. It looks like the tennis team is doing that. You want to peak at this time of the year. Don't want to peak early, and you can't peak too late. So, uh, yeah, they're doing things well. That's, that's what we like to see and build the excitement throughout the season.
0: That's that coach speak talking right there. You want to peek at the right time? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, let's let's move back indoors for for just a moment here. Uh, girls volleyball. It's been it's been an up and down season for them, but a very busy I- as well. They had a lot of action over the last uh, few weeks, and, and that continues. They've uh, already gotten into conference play, but a uh, a big one coming up tomorrow against Madeira. Big CHL matchup there. Uh, give us a little bit of a scouting report and uh, tell us why the Warriors will win straight
1: sets you know Madera's our big rival uh, everyone thinks Binding Hill Madera's our big rival we compete with them we have a lot of back and forth with them our coaches know each other so it's a fun rivalry it's a fun high school rivalry um, to have with Madera and as you said our girls have been up and down with the volleyball they they came out of the shoot pretty quickly and then they ran into that buzzsaw you know, Taylor being out in Cleves they don't always get all the attention they deserve they have a good team and then you have Wyoming and then Indian Hill. So we ran in those three early, just like we're doing with all of our league sports. And then we're starting to get our feet back under us. So um, yeah, we we got out quickly. We had nice wins over Norwood and New Richmond and Bethel Tate. And actually Claremont Northeastern because they've been a power in their Division Four tournament the last couple of years. So those were good wins to see. And then we ran into that difficult part of the schedule. And then, like you said, we have Madera to wrap up the first round of the league on Tuesday, and then we restart the league Thursday with Taylor. Um, that's going to be at our place now, so they get to take the long bus trip here, and <laughs> we'll see if that helps us out a little bit. But, yeah, two league games this week. Um, you know, we had our big week last week where our seniors, we split our seniors up. They go out to Camp Kern, and we have a, uh, a week-long activity with our sixth graders as we bring them in to our, from our two elementaries and our seniors are leaders. So we broke, our, we broke our senior class up a little bit for that. And now they're all back. They've, they've been practicing with each other again for the last couple of days. So they're ready to get back after and get back into the heart of the league schedule.
0: How cool is that for you as an athletic director to see your student-athletes be willing to give back to the younger generation and get them excited about not only you know Warrior sports, but also excited into the game of uh, volleyball as well? You
1: know, our, our kids around here in all the sports and all their activities are so involved with community service. First of all, it's one of of their requirements for graduation, but also uh, almost all of our teams have youth camps throughout the summer and our players um, give a lot of time with that. We have uh, our youth teams, our rec teams in the district and you'll see them help coach some of those teams as well. But you know, we have a a big uh, activity coming up here in October called the Warrior Run. Uh, for mental health awareness, it's a, it's a big um, it, it, it's a big road event here in the district, and a lot of our kids, probably the majority of our kids in the high school will be involved one way or the other with that event, and they're they're just so involved, and it's really, uh, we kind of take it for granted here with what they do, but there's so much community activism here uh, in, amongst our students, it's really rewarding to see as an athletic director.
0: Finally, before we let you go here on the uh, season premiere of our weekly 80 podcast, I'd be a fool if I didn't let you brag on your football team uh, a th- big win last Friday 41 to 6 you're off to a 3-0 and start so that's obviously great to see we always like to see that now now it picks up a little bit as you move into league play uh, how, how do you see this shaking out obviously a terrific start that's the way you want to, things to go heading into league play but uh, now it really picks up and so how, how do you see that playing out in league play
1: well, you know, not only the American football, but also the European football.
0: Absolutely, so we'll talk about both the the we'll American football first. Brag on the European um, football yeah, too. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, we'll do we'll do American football right. first, but you know, a, a really good start. Um, you know, Western Hills had that outstanding running back, and we were really concerned about him, and that was just a a knockdown, dog dogfight. You know, forty three, forty two. Our kids really persevered to get that win, and then with Schroeder. Um, you know, we thought they were a really good team put together coming in. And so to be 3-0 and this point of the season, you know, we're second in the region right now. Um, so we've got those three wins over larger schools. Our, we need those uh, teams to start picking up some wins to help us on second-level points. But, yeah, Taylor this week, uh, throw everything out the door when it comes time for the league schedule because it's a fresh start of the season, and our coaches are doing a great job at keeping our kids level-headed. You know, this is where they want it to be. I don't know if they expect to be 3-0, and but they are, and, and they've always done a great job at keeping the kids focused. So you know, Taylor um, always has some big kids, um, but we, we've got some kids. We don't have large numbers. Uh, we've got about 34 kids on our roster, um, but the kids that we have that are going both ways right now are doing a great job for us. I mean, Seth Green and, and Luke Robinson have been doing a fantastic job carrying the, the load of the the carries for the offense, and Andrew Glassmeyer throwing to you know, Max Tepe, Jack Bergerding, Max McGowan, uh, Owen Holiday, they've just been chewing up all kinds of yards uh, after after catches on that. And then Bergerding and, and Mark Juan Curtis and Sebastian Kreiler on defense have been doing an outstanding job. So a lot of people making a lot of contributions on both sides of the ball. It's going to be exciting to see. So, uh, as our coaching staff says they want to go 1 and 0 every week so we'll see if they can go 1 and 0 again this week and and that would be pretty exciting
0: absolutely and uh you we got to talk about the european brand of football as well <laughs> don't want to leave them out cuz they they'll, they have social media and they have phones and they'll let us know
1: yeah yeah they will uh <laughs> but yeah, they they've been fun to follow as as well both the boys and girls teams are ranked high in division 3 here uh, they're both division 3 this year and they're both starting to crack the uh, state polls. I believe the boys were sixth last year in the state coaches' poll, or last week, and uh, the girls I think were thirteenth. And and the boys uh, they had an exciting last-second tie against Indian Hill last week. And know sometimes that sounds like a contradiction, but Indian Hill had scored late in the game, maybe with ten minutes to go, uh, got down to the last minute. Our our goalkeeper Evan Wartenberger, put a tremendous boot on the ball. I mean, about seventy yard kick in the air. Um, Indian Hill player tried to head it. Our kids uh, got on their foot and uh, and dribbled one in uh, as, as the keeper came out. That was really exciting to score in the last ten seconds of that game. So that puts them at three ones in the in the league one one and one, and they're 5 two and two overall. Um, they've gone through the meat grinder of the schedule as well. You know they've had Country Day, they've had Seven Hills, um, they've had Indian Hill, they've had Wyoming and so now we get into the heart of the uh, league schedule. 5-1 winners Saturday uh, over CHCA, and then Tuesday they travel to Finneytown, and Saturday they travel to Oakwood for a little out-of-town action. So, um, you know, they're they're doing a great job. Like I said, Wurtenberger in the goal, and then Luke Brothers, Kyle Kroll, and and Bates Gall on offense have really been balancing things out. So we just look for that to continue and uh, for them to stay healthy because I think they could go on a nice, a nice run here in the second half of the season.
0: Well, it seems and then like over
1: on the girls' side. Yep. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. Go. Go ahead. Yeah, the, g- the girls they're okay. they're rocking and rolling too.
1: <laughs> well, they they are. You know, you look at the record and you say, wow. But, you know, they're one, three, and two. Um, and I think they're like number two or three in Division Three right now. Um, they're one, one, and one in the league. Uh, a loss to uh, a loss to Wyoming, I believe. A tie against Indian Hill, and. Uh, where that one came in there somewhere, um, <laughs> uh, I guess against Taylor. In yeah, 5-2 yeah, five, five um, over Taylor. Yeah, so you know we, we know they can score um, a, a ton of shots on goal against Indian Hill. We just could not get uh, the one that did go in, they called all sides on, but just rock rockets at the goalkeeper. Their goalkeeper had a, a really good game against us, and a number of our shots were wide. So once we start finding the net, um, things are going to really take off for them. Um but yeah their I mean, their schedule's a meat grinder as well. You know, they, they drop one to seven hills to start. They go to Country Day, who's one of the top ranked teams. You have Sydney Lehman who's a top ranked team. You have Indian Hill who's a defending state champion. Wyoming who's who's one of the top three in the city. It's just it's just an incredibly rough schedule and uh and they've held up well. The spirit of the team uh is good. You have uh Matty Murphy and, and Marley McGowan and, and Olivia Naccioni in the offense and Kendall Dilly back on defense. Um, you know, they're, they're doing a great job, and they keep working hard, and I think they're going to see things uh, pay off here real soon. All the games have been close. They're competing, and so we hope that pays off in the, in the second half of the season into the
0: tournament. Absolutely, and uh, you know, play a tough schedule like that. It can only help you as you move to- towards the uh, the postseason. Uh, Tom, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here this week on the season premiere of the podcast. Uh, definitely want to thank you for uh, getting back with us as we get the fall season started uh a lot of things going on obviously for Mer- the marymont warriors it's a busy time for you you're obviously uh, got a lot of things going on here but you're still taking time also to update folks on the social media so everybody knows what's going on out there i know you've got a twitter twitter handle out there so everybody can check in on that where are you at on the twitter
1: uh mmont M-M-O-N-T-A-D, uh is where we're at and game updates are there if if I'm there, and usually the updates on the schedules as well. So, yeah, a lot of information out there. And as you said, you can follow us on the website at uh, at uh, marymontsports.com, and we're always there. And uh, come out and see a game.
0: Absolutely, and a lot of games to check out. Again, marymontsports.com. And uh, with that, we want to thank Tom Neurl for joining us here on the season premiere of the Weekly 80 Podcast here on marymontsports.com and ESPN Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.